Coming to you live from the backseat of a 1984 Holden Kingswood. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Welcome to the 176th episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. I, as every week, a blog power slave, joined by fearless lore hobbit, Mylon Games, an absolute legend, sassy, the pineapple boy himself, who is currently um, wearing a crypt uh, Rahul mask in the farm. And uh, if you want to go and like teabag him, that'd be great. Boys, how's it going? It's been a big week. <laughs> Just a I, bit going on. It's been a Big week. It's been a big week. Whole and you know, especially if you were joining stuff live because everything was on at about somewhere between one AM and four AM. Jack shit o'clock in the morning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week. This week what we had the we had the live event in the tower, which was one AM for me and three AM for you guys. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Wait, wait. We had well, the, started was at 3 a.m. Oh, fuck. It started at 3 a.m. for us and then actually happened at like 20 past four. <laughs> right. And then yeah. what we had the we had the the bungee release. That was 2 a.m. for us. Event. And yeah. then <laughs> we had the podcast after. And then we had the podcast. You and I on that podcast were both pretty out there. We were, I think we did. We got through it okay, but <laughs> It, was, it could have gone either way. Yeah, it could have gone live. I'm glad it went. The I way was it in. Did. I was in delirious zone. You I was were, in you like full blown Charlie Day with the fucking string lines on a fucking <laughs> <laughs> the whiteboard. Just <laughs> <laughs> wild eyes, Maddie. Oh boy. And you know, and then I thought I was going to be able to play some Destiny, and then I've just been reading fucking law books. You stupid hobbits! Is <laughs> all streams. Every oh stream, everyone just wants the law read to them while they grind out their event. Yeah. Yep. You need to just pre-record it so you can play it, or do like a text to voice. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just copy paste in a text just copy paste in fucking yeah, Google Translate. The, <laughs> yeah, dude, take the streamer out of the stream, dude. Text yeah, dude. to speech, everything. Oh, you know what? And then they could cut out the middleman even further and just read the shit themselves. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> what I need to do is map my voice so it's like text to speech, but it's me. I mean, how many words would you have to read to get there? A lot. A, gr- like, a lot. I don't know. Ask Siri. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Isn't there really like an Australian woman that does the voiceover for Siri? Yep. She'd have a fair idea. <laughs> Je- I think it's Jenny or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um there you go. But holy crap. I've been busy. So season of the arrivals is here. We've um I've sunk more time into this season than I probably at launch anyway than I have previous seasons. I've been absolutely smashing it. Um and it's uh it's it's been so far been a lot of fun. So what we might do is just jump around and and do general impressions of uh of what we've we've had since Wednesday. Um obviously we we've already done a bit of a reaction episode if you're just tuning in now and you missed Wednesday's stream that was sort of all about uh, Beyond Light and the, the path forward. Uh, we had an oh, yeah. absolutely 
incredible interview with Catherine Walker, who actually made the new, well, was the producer for the the new dungeon. Um, so definitely get in and check that out. It was, um, yeah, it was it was great. It was a, a great experience to be able to do that. But um, then basically on the spot, we we all just gave up on our families and our lives and played Destiny, except Matt, who's been reading fucking word documents, I suppose, for the, that entire time. Um, Clippy streams. Clippy streams. <laughs> Dude, someone made that clippy emote for you. When are you going to put that in? Oh, no, I need to upload it. So how far through the story have you managed to get, Cobber? No, no, I, I did. The only thing I've really done is I got through the first... Because um, we're assuming it's it's uh, like staggered, right? So I got up yeah. to the interference mission, which is... Sort of yeah, the is end it of it this sec- Second mission, like you sort of get the intro mission, you get a little bit of grinding, and then it sort of finishes on interference. So I, I, I've done that. Um, and and I've done a couple of the contact events and, and that's about it. Cool event. I mean, I'm kind of allergic to anything that involves moats at this point, but I'm still pretty stoked. I was going to say, who would have who who thought, thought that, that orange moats were so much cooler than bloody base level white I ones? know. <laughs> who would have thought that like fucking Gambit Patrol would be more fun than Gambit Gambit? <laughs> Gambit Gambit. <laughs> I um. You know what I mean, though? I sort of don't mind the. I was talking to chat like my stream about this, like the blind well style. Like you sat, you can sort of like tune out, but it's still like everything's just blowing up. If you've got enough people there, people are just chaining to yeah. visit the and it's like it's just chaos. It, it's it's sort it's of the grind. Of I don't mind. Like I, that's the sort of stuff I don't mind just doing in the it background is, and it just is talking quite with fun. your mates. Yeah. It's it's pretty mindless, which is really good. Yeah. The best part when I, because I was doing contact events and then Maddie joined in on, like he matched into my instance. And he was like, because everyone knows right now to get the heroic, you got to fill up the, the vault with the blooms and you got to do all the little things around the outside and then you got to yep. stop the taken from stealing it. And Maddie on stream was like, oh, dude, who's this guy just sitting there bull duping for like five minutes straight? And I'm like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, that's <laughs> ball duping is alive and well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, go and watch a tutorial on the internet if you want to get yourself into some easy heroic fucking contact events. We won't be going over that here. We'll take the higher ground, but we're just letting you know that it's out there so that you're not at a disadvantage. Okay. Um, so it kicked off straight into a straight into a story mission. Nothing going on beyond <laughs> here's a couple of cutscenes. And then straight into a story mission uh, that saw us Mate, basically. I, I, I got caught my pants down because I had all my sounds and stuff turned off for the streaming. I'm like, oh no, oh, it's a record button. And I'm like, oh, I've got no sound. I've got no volume. I couldn't I escape because it went. You didn't even, didn't even. I don't even think you had chose a character yet. It was like no, as soon as you booted up Destiny, it was like boom. I think you chose straight a character in. and then it was straight in. Maybe you chose a character. Yeah, you, get, right. you choose your character and then it chucks you straight in. What did you guys make of it? What did you? I, th- I thought personally, going straight into a mission that sort of set the tone for the for the season was um, probably a great start. Well, like um, so much better. Yeah, it's chalk and cheese, man, compared to the Almighty. With with just there's not a huge amount of mechanical differences between what we're doing now and what we did with Season of the Worthy, no. but the feeling is heaps different. Um, the fact that just I just having one story mission, go and grind, and then another little story mission, and then we've got, I'm assuming we've got to grind a bit more the next week. 
another story mission, grind a bit more, and then, you know, you're yeah. getting close to the end. I just think just those scattered missions make a huge difference with, for, uh, for the feeling of a season. It gives a, it gives a narrative cohesion, right? Like just for you to be able to live a little bit of the story, it just makes it yours, yeah. right? And obviously, you know, we've got as a, as a, Australia as a nation has a enormous soft spot for for Mola. So anything that uh, involves uh, Eris is going to be pretty well received down here. So um, good to see her back in the mix. It's good. Um, some pretty yeah, dude. pretty full on themes at play this season. It seems that now, look, I I this is just me and my my fucking cat brain brain. that's a bag of cats that I'm trying to make sense of everything, but. It seems that the pyramid ships have turned up to actually talk to us, and then more or less, I'm assuming it's Savathun is trying to get in the middle and go, but don't talk to my friend or something. Like, is that what's happening? Like, I, I I can tell you about that if you want to. Oh, do we do oh. the? We not we normally don't get into law this soon. Law is a reward. Law is a reward for sticking through two hours of bullshit. <laughs> 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 oh, we'll circle back to it. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk mechanics we'll in the season, and then we'll come back to that. Um, yep. The I think the Umbral Engram system, the the recaster, sort of hanging out with the Drifters machine that talks to itself. I'm I'm pretty happy with all of that. To be oh, dude. It's dude. it's a fucking cracking system, and if this telegraphs something that we could see being sort of moved into the larger game, the 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 game as a as a you know as a whole later on, I think it would. You know, it's it's super rewarding to grind. It is, you know, to to be able yep. to get in there and like have genuine Umbral. excitement about turning in umbral engrams and having some control over what you get out of them. Fucking oh man, unreal. Yeah, I really dig that. And plus, the loot pool is really good this season. Yeah, the, like um, the swords. The swords are awesome. Oh, false are pro- so is it good. false promises? That's the the auto rifle. Slower fire auto rate, yeah. auto rifle, but it's it's pretty solid. I took it straight into good. straight into control, control the fucking hey <laughs> what, hey. We're going to need to talk about that in a minute too. What, heaven, what what, what are we what are we looking at? Perks wise, sassy prof- professional FPS analysis. What are we looking at? False promises, perks. What False promises. Just like um, it's if you want to do, you want to cap range. And then you want to do just something simple like Outlaw Kill Clip or Outlaw Rampage. That'll be the uh, the go. That'll always be the go. What's Hazard's stability gun? Oh, you don't really... On PC, you don't need stability. I'm t- we're oh. all trying to ignore the guy in the background, but he's just way too close. <laughs> Whoever you are, obviously, in stream. Who is it? I, I need to find out. It's Jugs, probably. I reckon it's Jugs. No, that, um, that's not... Jugs is too busy AFKing, bro. Hey, <laughs> how, about the, how, how about that grenade launcher? It's Nick. There you go. Oh, it's Nick and Aim Pro. There you go. Aim Pro and Jugs. All right. Yeah, we need we need to talk about that. The the fucking Uh, the horde, the the Jizzlobber, the fucking blighting Jizzlobber. It's got many names, but it has been an absolute. It has been a literal fucking blight on control (laughs) since since the season kicked over because it is just there is fucking puddles of shit. Everywhere in every <laughs> PvP game you play, it's out of control. It's fucking cool. Like, don't get me wrong. In PvE, oh, I just, I'm all about it. It's a fucking really cool gun. I um, you know, we we ran the raid the other night and sort of gave that. You know, there's a there's a glitch where you can just absolutely shred bosses with it, and we only really it only sort of happened a little bit, but it was um it was cool to do the the content with it nonetheless. It's 
a very different gun. You know, you can sort of drill something with it and just walk away and forget about it, and it kills them over time. It's pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, dude. I PvP, mean, I think holy. I. I mean, it, it is a bit of nutty in PvP because everyone's trying to do the catalyst, but it's okay. Like, it, you yeah. can combat it. Like, it's yeah, not, it's it's, not. it's like oh, I would. I find the people using mountaintop trying to get the catalyst more annoying than the people using the the splooge launcher. So, yeah, <laughs> splooge yeah. launcher. <laughs> um, maybe I can maybe I can get mountaintop now using it. No, nah, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, you're better off. There's other ways to do that. It'll be more effective. But um, I think that the only the only reason it's so bad at the moment is because everyone's using it. And like, if you land in two puddles at once. Like where there's puddles on top of each other, you just get minced. It's like absolute it's straight stacked, out. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, a direct hit will kill you in any way unless you're in super or in a well. I know. I think even a direct hit kills supers too. There was a dude Same in a well. There was a dude standing in a well, and I shot him. Yeah. And it just if you get hit, <laughs> it just minced melted him. The, the it felt a, the bad. will kill someone in a well. It's it's pretty rough. It felt yeah. bad. I felt dishonest somehow having used a weapon in the crucible. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's obviously the 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 big talking point is the fact that it's completely broken a few uh, boss raid encounters. So whether or not we we see a nerf incoming, I've seen the video of Callus get killed in point one of a second because everyone shot him with it all at the same time. So. I'm not sure uh, whether we'll see a nerf for it or whether they'll just let it ride, whatever, go and get your easy raid completions. Um, but good times nonetheless. I'm not sure why the cameras have just shit themselves, but I'm sure it'll come back. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. What, what button did you press? Huh? Press I didn't, I didn't even button. push a button. I didn't even push a button. It just shit itself. You just randomly Whatever. Anyway, we're going to move on. I just said whatever. Um, whatever. Yeah, turn right. your thing back on. Fuck me. Hey. What is going on? Thanks, Discord. Fine. <laughs> just work. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. Um, what else did we? What else? What else happened? I can't even remember. I'm trying to get all my thoughts. Um. All right. So we've got cutscenes. We've got the season stuff. We had the umbral dungeon. Engrams. Oh, oh dungeon. God. We, so haven't, your, we haven't done it yet. We, we haven't, haven't done it because we we're just done. lowly peasants. Um. But you've we'll done probably, it. Probably. We'll probably do it tonight. If you're around, Loggy, zero percent um, chance. What What about if I'm around, Saz? If you are, uh, well, you need to level up a bit. Yeah, Once you, if, you, if you hit about ten twenty five, you'll pretty do it chill. But it's such a gorgeous dungeon. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I watched. It um, is. It I watched is Jugs and Ninja run through it, man. It is. It is something else, and the, and kind of the the mid. The mid part of it being Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. Oh. I've found to be a particularly. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's so relaxing. It's um. so that that midpoint break is so relaxing. Rum and Rainbow Road. Is, that's sick. yeah, and it's trippy. Um, can I spoil a little bit of the dungeon for you, Matty? Yeah, yeah. As okay. long as you don't don't tell me mechanics, but you can tell me what. No, happens no, no, no. Okay, so I'll I'll tell you a mechanic of the area that you play in, but not a boss. How about that? Because yeah, it okay, it okay. it's thematic. So you Go play, on. imagine you're playing on the inside of a shape and then you play on all the different surfaces. So like the walls are also playable surfaces on and the map will like rotate around. Yeah, like a cube. Yeah. Like a, yeah. As you, as like you progress through the, yeah, as you progress through the encounter, 
uh the you'll play on like the walls or the roof or the or the floor again yeah wow. so that's, that's so cool so yeah, every time you go into the room you scope it out and you like you look up and you're like okay well that's a playable space eventually too <laughs> so it gets real trippy which is a lot of fun nice no i'm looking forward to that i mean you know when we were talking to Catherine at site i mean you've basically picked my my jam fucking <laughs> synth synth wave. synth wave oh yeah the synth wave dungeon yes <laughs> yes please so synth wave dungeon yes please yes please. synth wave tr- what happened if tron and stranger things had a baby <laughs> <laughs> and it was what destiny is- related that's destiny so good Nice. It was unreal, unreal. So, like, yeah, right, well, is there anything else? Um, I'm trying to. Think. Um, what else happened from this season? I guess, season. I guess it's been really cool seeing the. I mean, the landscape's completely changed. The pyramid ships, obviously, here, and like, I think it's fantastic that they're leading into the darkness and dark powers and this nice cohesion there, and it's an engaging story. I mean, the dungeons about the nine. I haven't even dived into that yet. Um. Yep. You know, but, we got Mithrax, a boy, a boy Mithrax, no, not Mithrax, Eremus in the next season as well in um, the expansion, Beyond Light. Eremus wielding the, the dark powers. It was one of the fallen uh, <gasps> barons, baronesses. We got um, the majestic air flap flap ghost in the cuts in the, oh, in the Beyond yeah. Light trailer. Yeah. I mean, we have look, talked about this, but I feel like it doesn't count because okay. it wasn't as a normal time. Yeah, almost. I think so. I mean, we can talk about it if you, I'm fine. I'm just still frothing over it. So I'm, I'm completely fine. Can we actually, can we have a moment of recognition for, for the genius who said that um, last week on the podcast said that maybe the Exo Stranger was the hourglass and then the yeah. Exo Stranger was the hourglass? Can we have the. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they called it. 100%. Yeah. Yep. So I'll just take that credit all the way to the bank. Emma Lawmaster now. Pretty good. Happy <laughs> oh, that was you, was it? Yeah, great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> Some other prick. What do you reckon? Can I uh, just say that Log's been right about a lot of fucking whacked out theories? Because Log yeah, was right I, about... Can I say that when you talk as much shit as Log, eventually you fucking... Some of it sticks to the wall. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can I just say... Can I just say last time... I'll, no, this, the last time I was on the cast, Log <laughs> called out that the... Um, that Rasputin was Felwinter and he was right. <laughs> so. Don't worry about me, everyone. I'm just a chimpanzee and a typewriter that's eventually going to punch out Shakespeare. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the broken clock that's right twice a day. That's me. <laughs> Matt's exactly right. If you spin enough shit, eventually some of it comes true just by weight of volume. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm definitely not going to spoil anything for you. You'll never be able to tell what's right and what's wrong. <laughs> but, dude, super cool um, seeing Eris, the drifter, and of course, the Exo Stranger was the, the real big reveal um, from from the the cinematic trailer, I suppose. But um, I mean, we were, we we're sort of theorizing about all of this stuff only last week. Where what would Dark Powers look like? What would all of that happen? And sort of stasis has yeah. come to the fore. And it seems that we yeah. like we were, we kind of weren't too far from the truth. But this seems to be sort of ice power, right? Like that's that's yeah. what I'm... Stasis, I think it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah, stasis. I've like seen. Ice. There's some pretty cool screenshots, a non-shared one around. So if you're on Twitter, absolutely head over to a non-pig's um, handle and you'll you'll see sort of some screenshot and analysis of some of the upcoming supers. But at um, man, I'm not gonna we're not gonna dive into that too heavily here. But as a theme, I think I didn't see ice. 
<laughs> I really didn't see sort of ice being the element that well, came in. We're really we, getting towards we, Captain we Planet shit. <laughs> but we were talking about like gravity, gravity stuff, right? Like, yeah. And I think yeah. ice is a nice element that links in with like the freezing stuff, obviously stopping things in their track, like immobilizing things. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Dude, we're going oh, to get, get new supers. That's what I'm I, fucking pumped about. I What's going to be the new supers, man? Oh, let's speculate on that. We know what Stasis is now. Yeah. What are the three supers? I'm kind of seeing what they look like a little bit because it's in a non's thing. But from yeah. from what it is, the Titans seem to have like big, like sort of ice swords coming out of their arms. Really? So, yeah. And I think the the warlock has like a, a like a stave. So maybe it's just being a typical fucking warlock going like. Ooga booga at people like with a with a magic <laughs> or something. <laughs> no. We're back to fucking. I a hundred percent guarantee there is going to be a class that involves freezing people, like freezing enemies, and then there's going to be another subclass that avoid like revolves around shattering like the the frozen people for massive damage. So imagine nice. like a warlock throws like a nova bomb out but instead of like void damage it like freezes thing in the in a specific area and then a titan comes in and then just with the, like a fist of having you know, like, like just shatters everything just imagine what's going to happen in pvp I guarantee, I guarantee it's going to i guarantee it's going to i guarantee if there's a freeze mechanic, someone is going to get frozen, and while he's frozen, the entire enemy team is going to teabag around him and just wait for him. <laughs> just wait. Yeah, there's going to be some rage. And like anything in Destiny, the second we get new toys, we tend to fucking break them. And there's a whole new subclass tree that comes with this, and a new subclass sort of philosophy, as Luke Smith sort of alluded to uh, in the interview with with Doctor Lupo that he did after the big reveal. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this. Um, we, we actually managed this class and set it up to our own liking because the implication was there that if it if this go this is sort of a toe in the water for a bit of a reimagining of all of the subclasses. So hopefully it's I mean I'm sure it'll go well, but there's definitely going to be one of them that's broken. Hopefully it's the hunter oh. because there there's is like you know those little like ice hook fucking things that you climb. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like for them. So everyone else is gonna you know Titans have knives warlocks have a spell and hunters are just going to climb up a wall or something we can, we can climb on we the can roof. climb <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean it'd be interesting to see how that pans out but yeah all right what else did we see we saw the the swimmy fish the fishy ghost yeah. that is not a ghost apparently <laughs> we've, we've had that we've heard that can concern. you tell we haven't made notes for this podcast? Nah, look, well, I, didn't, I didn't want to i didn't i didn't want to for this one because it's just sort of like we're all excited and we're just better off letting it go because notes are just pointless <laughs> svmm got kicked yeah, oh, yeah that was the big news of you i don't think anyone saw that coming did you see it coming sass i didn't no nah. i thought i thought bungie were gonna stick to their guns so, so yeah, you go. Does this mean I can make PvP montages now? Yep. Well, it just means that, well, for it you guys... It means you're probably featuring other people. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I was like, this is, when, this is when you discover what fucking end of the fucking spectrum yeah, that you're on. That, yeah. This is what I said yesterday because I was chatting because there's some people who have a little bit of an ego that I talk to. 
and the SPMM oh, really? removal has been a quite a rude awakening to say that they may not exactly be as big of a fish in the pond as they think they are. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's just outed me on my <laughs> own podcast. <laughs> why don't you just say my name? Yeah, why don't you why say don't you just, my name? Why don't you just at me, you bitch. You gotta, why don't you at me? You, <laughs> you got to act like you're hot shit. Before it's you on, honestly, I've, I've been in there and... Uh, Look, play control. Don't play classic mix. There's something going on with classic mix. No, I don't, classic mix is still broken. It's so there's something. There's, something there's an additional factor at play there. But if you want straight out skill based matchmaking experience, go to control, and you'll get it because it's. I don't know. I don't connection know. Man. I, it's con- just straight connection, connection based. Yeah. Connections are great. I've seen a few. Um, I've been in a few games that were just completely fucking lopsided, and I, I don't know. It's it's not the end of the world. I've I've stomped in a few games and been stomped in a few games and I think that like as long as that's the general experience I don't think that yeah. um I don't think it's a bad Sometimes thing at all. It's good to like see like where you're at like you stomp up and be like great I've made improvements and then you get something you're like okay I've still got more to go like it's yeah that that that's exciting for me. I'm not gonna lie I do feel for the people who are like at the bottom end of the skill curve but your avenues towards improvement are. The same as they've always been like go in and i know that it sounds counterintuitive because it used to be the sweatiest of all game modes but you want to be going in to survival or what used to be called comp and get in there and like it's still skill-based matchmaking you'll be put against people at your own skill level it's 3v3 so it's much a much simpler game to kind of you've got more breathing room to get in there and and hone your skills so go in there, do that before you worry about the chaos of the six-man game modes. You know, go in there, even if you're just playing freelance, even if you're just doing it on yourself, doing it by yourself, um, I think that's a really good avenue. That and elimination are still um, skill-based matchmaking and trials is obviously its own card-based nonsense. Um, so it's it's a different kettle of fish again. But I don't know. I think we, we, we saw this last time that skill-based matchmaking was removed, right? And it just reinvigorates PvP because... It sort of lets everyone just be where they're actually at. You know, you've got these. I don't have to worry now about whether or not I'm playing with SAS. Because SAS is a lot better than me. Yeah. And now we can go into control and it doesn't matter because, you know, he might be on my team. I'll probably get put against some other absolute animal on the other team and it all equals, equals out. So I think um, no one saw it coming, but it's absolutely a timely sort of reinvigoration or shot in the arm for just non serious cruisy. Cruisy Crucible. And if you're not enjoying it, stick to the game modes that have skill-based matchmaking. I know that it's a big change, but I think it's important too. Sass, how, how many kills yeah. did you get in your first game? Just tell us. Just uh, 48, I think it was. I mean, 48 and 3 or something like that. Fucking rude. Yeah, part of the problem, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, 100% was. Because it's like, I'm a little bit conflicted because, yeah, I understand that and I really enjoy not having skill-based matchmaking because it makes it for a much more relaxing experience. Like, you don't feel like you have to go in there and, and concentrate to do well. The hit registration now is, well, from my point of view, the hit registration is so much better than what it was Yeah, because you used to be investing people all over the world. So And it was like a coin toss whether your shots would register. But on the other side of the hand... I don't particularly enjoy going into a game and then finding out that there's nothing that the enemy team can do to essentially stop me. So it's like slaying baby buffalo. (laughs) 
What are you going to do? Yeah, but know. like you've got a pretty long history of putting on goofy loadouts and stuff, so maybe that's the way yeah, you've got to work so out I'll, I'll, Yeah, I'll still use my goofy loadouts and you'll always see me do stuff like that. But yeah, I've, I've enjoyed the... Uh, I've, it's been a, a breath of fresh air, to put it plainly, for skill, like the lack of skill-based matchmaking, so we'll see how it goes. The other PvP news, nah. trials this week. Cancelled. Fucking got booted. Get out of here. Trials is booted. There's some kind of glitch going on with the lighthouse. So even if yeah. you go flawless, you can't yeah. get there. I'm sure it's been going on all all fucking last season too, because I only managed to get in there once successfully. It's been a long standing <laughs> glitch. What <laughs> <laughs> a fucking warlock, mind you. How horrible. Um, oh, it was so, on Jump Four too, which was going to be such a fun match to play. Then, yeah, it's it's a shame, but I'm yeah. sure they'll put it. It'll come back in the rotation at the back end of the season as well. So, um, I think yeah, it's I think it's positive. I think there's a lot going on right now, and it's probably showing in the fact that we're all a little bit scatterbrained. <laughs> Fucking how we go about talking about it, but um, yeah, super 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 positive start to the season, and like honestly, what it telegraphs going forward, and the fact that we've seen not only what's coming in September this year, but next year and the year after and we know you know basically the scope of destiny 2's i don't i don't know whether we move to destiny 3 after we get to to lightfall or not but you know we we kind of know enough about what we're getting now to say well you know for a content creator or whatever else you've now got faith that destiny's going to be there through um three years big security yeah Yeah. big Big security security. for hashtag someone like me that's trying to work out whether you know, I put all my eggs in that basket and uh, just knowing that there's going to be a bunch of content coming and, you know, it seems like we're all headed in the right direction. You know, I've been in this spot before though, then like, the Grimble cards were removed. So like, you know, we just, that's, I don't think we we'll might, I don't, I don't think that will happen again. Um, but, you know, it's nice to feel secure in the directory, so to speak. Yeah. I think the um the biggest thing telegraphed, and this is sort of not until probably late next year that we'll see it, but is complete crossplay of Destiny as a game. Oh, the, think, the fact that they said that that, that is something they're hundred percent working on. Yeah, they're they're working towards that, man. That solves so many. I know that I know that there's if you're playing on console right now and you look at PC and you see the absolute dumpster fire that it can be with all of the cheaters and stuff. I think um. You know, if 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 Destiny was to be crossplay right now, absolutely hundred percent agree that it would be a bad thing. But given that it's a year down the line, and I've got faith that Bungie are going to do this right in terms of they'll um, you know, they're going to stamp out that issue before opening up the pool to to everyone. I think having that access to massive player population, and hopefully they give us customizable options. But I think it it'll absolutely be Destiny in its final form being able to play with your mates irrespective of where they are fucking incredible yeah incredible yeah yeah um going back to a point because i think we we didn't quite allude to it was uh uh, luke smith talked about destiny 3 there's no plans for there to be destiny 3 it's going to remain destiny 2 for yeah yeah the foreseeable future drop the two drop the two drop the the deuce (laughs) but you know what do you know what I I reckon Destiny Two has way better search analytics because if you just have Destiny, yeah, true, true. You get random yeah. shit. You get random shit, shit from Tarot cards or whatever. 
<laughs> and fucking Beyonce pops up, and God knows what else. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Destiny Two though. Destiny, Destiny Two, two. a bit more specific. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I think we've strung people along long enough, Matt. What, what was oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the the law implications for this season? Because I've holy shit that can we talk quickly about the um the Nocris law that was released on Bungie yeah, um, two days ago. I think that's probably the the biggest chunk of freely open stuff that's not out of the um out of Ishtar so yeah I holy poops I dude think, what did you make of it I think a bunch of stuff's on its way because I've read both of the law books and they're very they're good but they're very safe uh previous seasons you could almost read the law book and know where the season's going to go and you get like quite a big chunk of knowledge I think there's uh similar to how we got uh Phoenix and the pigeon or is it pigeon and the phoenix whatever that one was in season of whatever that season was with osiris <laughs> <laughs> that that um dropped halfway through i have a sneaky suspicion we haven't got everything yet maybe it's the web law but uh, i feel like there's another law book or at least another web law on its way um the web law was really good Nocris returns um you may have known that if you've completed the interference mission because you hear Nocris's voice line as you enter the Ascendant Plane. But it actually gives you how sort of he how, how sort of he came back and what he's doing. So essentially, to oversimplify it, he didn't die he didn't die the first time um, when we killed him in Warmind. Sorry if you hear my dog barking. So Uber Eats. Um <laughs> <laughs> That fucking game alive, Didn't, bro. Yeah, yeah, bring it into the house. Bring it. I'm gaming. Bring it in the Just house. Pour it house, into my bro. mouth. <laughs> um, he didn't die the first time. It doesn't give an explanation to why he didn't die. Um, it sort of hints at something, which was. Do you remember? This this is my next video, by the way. So don't steal it, okay, you law hobbits. So, do you remember how Zol ended up in Whisper of the Worm? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was it was hinted at that Zol's sort of soul solely Zol was was in Whisper of the Worm. So yeah. the new Locris law hints at that. So Nocris tries to reach out to Zol as his own his old god, and it basically says that, yeah, Zol rejects Nocris. Now he's like, No, I've got a new master essentially. I've got a new partnership, and that's with Guardians, whatever it says in there. So um and then that made me start to go back and read the Zol law. And then I remember we're, um, seeing how Nocris got his necromancy power and he made a bargain with Zol and Zol took his heart. And in exchange, uh, Nocris learned necromancy and he got power from, from Zol. So yep. I was thinking, I wonder if not, cause this was a big deal when Nocris, when we like basically took Nocris out in a strike mission. If you remember back to that time, everyone's like, Oh my God. Cause Nocris was a huge deal. Cause we yeah. never knew anything yeah. about Nocris. And then he was a strike boss and everyone got hell pissy about it. Um, and also because he he rejected the sword logic and he embraced necromancy, he never developed a throne world. So the argument was he is proper dead because he's not like Oryx or Savathun or Zypher Arath, any of the hive gods that actually have throne worlds where you could survive a killing. So this sort of confirmed that he did survive, but you sort of have to ask, well, how did he survive? And my best theory at the moment is that when he made the original bargain with Zol, swapping his soul 
that it's part of his life force is also tied to Whisper of the Worm somehow. Yeah, and right. so if we still got Whisper around, Nocris is still going. So what be you're in saying it. is we all, everyone, everyone needs Destiny to dismantle. Needs it. to dismantle. Yeah, everyone needs <laughs> yeah. to dismantle it. Well, I mean, Bungie, we're trying to do um, what the simultaneous events, you know, everyone to experience the same event, you know, like the Almighty, right? And the tower, <laughs> Go in the tower and everyone delete, not fucking whisper. Yeah, no, the, ne- the next event, you just, everyone goes in the tower at this right time and basically you fucking whisper of the worm flashes on your screen and just gets fucking binned. <laughs> and, then, and then you get a Zol speech line going, and that's it. Um <laughs> so that's my current working theory on, on how Nocris survives. So then Nocris um, is in a weakened state and he actually gets a uh, parts of the remains of Zol to summon the deep. And he actually is, is enough. He can draw enough energy to, to use some necromancy and summon a thrall army. Uh, the thrall army is like bait and that attracts guardians who then start killing everything. And then he uses the death, the power from killing to actually slip into the ascendant plane, which he's never been able to do before. But so he's he sort does, of used part he of He does his in, in creating the, the death battery kind of thing. Sort of, yeah. yeah. And it, it seems like it. It's literally one word, but it seems like he gets killed too. The final capstone on the spell is he summons these thralls and he lets himself be killed again by guardians. So, so maybe no. This this must be before um, season of arrival. So I don't think I don't think we'll see Nocris again in game. So he, I'm pretty sure he dies again. And but however, he slips into the ascendant plane, and because he's been quite tricky with all this, quite cunning, this attracts the attention of Savathun. Savathun basically redirects his ascendant soul to Oryx's old throne room where she is. Um, and so he ends up meeting with Savathun and then they form a partnership. Savathun's like, well, I want a little necromancy too, because I'm basically tied to the darkness, the deep. I'm drawn into the sword logic. And, you know, Savathun's all about trying to uh, release them from that contract, yep. I guess. So she wants to learn necromancy. So she makes a bargain with uh, Nocris. He gives some, oh, in return, he wants to speak to the oh chat's gonna correct me the dream, the dreaming machine something like that I think no one knows what that is yet it really? might be Coria no it might be Coria the blade transform the Vex Hydra yeah, that Vex gives you Hydra the, mind. Yeah. gives you the truth to power entries could be that um and then that's when Savathun reveals part of Nocris's sort of role is to interrupt transmissions between the pyramid ships and guardians. So his, his, he's the one interfering between um, the... Uh, between us and the darkness. The, so Yeah, the messages that Eris Morn is trying to receive and uh, the pyramid ships. It doesn't really explain, like, why. Why do that? Um, my... It sort of says... Basically, if we can cause confusion and trickery amongst guardians, we can continue with our plans without being noticed. So that's one reason. The second reason is I think it's well aware now that um, Eris is trying to fight with fire. She wants to learn 
as much as she can about the darkness so we can wield it and then use it against the darkness when the pyramid ships actually arrive. So I guess the second point could be that, hey, maybe Eris, uh, maybe Sabathun doesn't want us to get the darkness. That would make sense because then we would be even more powerful. Um, and that, oh, and then the basically the, the, the web law finishes with Sabathun grows in power more because of all the trickery she's done. It's revealed that Nocris never actually met her. She made this illusion and was talking through a thrall. <laughs> um, and so basically Nocris is like, I don't know if he's literally begged his allegiance to a thrall or if that still passes up to Savathun, but just the fact that she rickrolled him. Then... She, she got, he got jabated bad. <laughs> he got, got jabated. Um, that, uh, that empowers him more. And so she's preparing for some sort of battle, basically. And we all, of course, we know the, the witch king, the witch queen. Wait, is the witch queen? Yes. September. Next year. Yeah, next, next, oh, next, next September. Yeah. Right. So yeah, this this is a nice little um uh, you know bit of law that starts to build the witch queen for next year. Um uh, and it and it obviously links into the pyramid ships, which is they're just trying to be disruptive to what we're doing. And um uh, I also think there's an aspect of Sabathun trying to free herself from the darkness too. Doesn't want to be involved in this game, wants to do her own thing. So you know, she's almost a bit like us. You know, we, we sort of support the light and going to support the darkness. Now she's almost similar. That's yeah, she's, she's, she's that jack of it. She wants to get out of the whole system. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, f- I thought it was pretty epic. It's, a, it's an incredible read. It's, a, it's, not, a, it's not short. It's a, it's a fair read. So it's if you want to jump on and, and, and have, a, have a read through and, and digest it for yourself. No, the web law is always, always pretty chunky, to be honest. So. Yeah, it's, it was good. It was good. Um, interesting that, like, that's, that's the way they're taking it in that, like, sort of the hive were always so synonymous with the darkness, right? Especially sort of when we were looking at Oryx and the Taken and all of that sort of stuff, it was kind of like, well, that is the 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 most literal portrayal of the darkness in the game. But then yeah. we go, okay, well, now the hive, for want of a better word, are trying to separate themselves from what we saw as the darkness. So it's a bit of a, a, bit of a paradigm shift there. It'll be interesting to see how they do that well, and whether or not we ever see anything that's sort of more directly in line with the darkness now. Maybe the Fallen go that way, given that Eremus is kind of yeah, starting to lead that them could that way. Be it. Yeah. Well, I guess, the, th- I guess the, the point would be, um, you know, if we're going to wield the darkness, it makes it really difficult to judge an enemy who also wields the darkness. Yeah. So, you know, there's that nice sort of narrative there that's like, hold on a second. We're doing the same thing. So it's sort of cool to see that maybe they're defined as a, it's, as a different entity and not so closely related. That That is quite speculation-based. I know there's like a law hobbit somewhere having an absolute seizure right now. It, it It's, you know, Sabathun says, talks about, you know, escaping this cosmic war. She doesn't want to be a chess piece anymore, I guess. Uh, she wants to be independent, but likely will probably still use those darkness powers. So, yeah. So, what did you make of the fact that the Drifter has been brought into this by Zavala <laughs> as kind of like a, a plot piece based ah. on nothing but recalcitrance and him sort of taking the piss out of it the whole time? He's been brought back into this season by, you know, and he's saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm being a good boy for Zavala or whatever. 
like, I don't know. I didn't see that coming. I thought he was going to sort of go the other way and be completely separate. Wait, where did that come from? What happened? From the drifter, he says it. At basically at the end of the first quest, he's like, well, I'm helping. This is how I'm helping through the bloody giving us the engrams and all this sort of stuff. Zavala asked me to help. I, I kind of thought right. that his character, especially after um, the reveal stream, Exciting. would would be oh. like completely, nah, I'm doing my own thing. You know, like that that kind of the 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 revengers of destiny, whatever you want to call them, the, the three people arriving on the moon, or not on the moon, on um, Europa. Europa. They're, they're kind of always been the unknowable characters in the game, right? Like the drifter has been yeah. a war unto himself. Eris is, you know, while she reports to Akora, is, you know. Oh. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think it would have been completely fine if this was a a, ro- a rogue vanguard. Yep. You know, I think they could have done that. They could have like discovered this threat and not because you know Zavala couldn't really agree with embracing the darkness and sort of be a rogue event. And they all went to Europa and they all you know started to play with the darkness. Oh, yeah, it would be so. Maybe that that's is what a, happens. That's right? a rogue. That's a rogue event. I reckon my thoughts on the matter is that the Drifter is okay with doing it because for once his uh, his uh, whatever we call it, objectives line up with what Zavala wants. So he's kind of happy doing with what Zavala's asking because he wants the same thing. And hey, if he has the backing of the Vanguard to get a little bit more grunt work out of it and use the Guardians yeah. as like a tool for a means to an end, then he's okay with yeah. it. And then as uh, soon as uh, it stops fucking benefiting him, he'll just go on and with Eris and shit to Europa and have a good old time sniffing that space water or whatever the fuck it was we talked about, Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was, what? What was space smelling, water? Smell- what? Yeah, oh, Euro- some- Europa. No, licking, licking Europa. Oh, yeah, I don't licking- know. We, we were, look, it was 2 a.m. in the morning, wherever it fuck it was, and we were looking at... <laughs> When Europa was announced, we we ended up somehow on some NASA website looking yeah, at like, looked at real Europa shit about fans. Europa and and then somehow it came up that you could taste Europa and then everyone started spamming licking <laughs> lick lick Europa hashtag lick Europa or something like that. I can't remember the context, but anyway, people were licking products. Yeah, that sounds that's basically the pinup example of what this week has been to all of us. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's been wild. It's been wild. All right. Well, what we might do, we might open up the chat. So if there's anything that you want to discuss about this season, speculate about seasons going forward, anything at all, um, absolutely go for it. Uh jump in and uh and have your say about what you want us to talk about. But um Belle Delphine presents Europa Water. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably buy it. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, look, we, we've, we've said this privately, like just having, having a chat and having a laugh, but kind of the way Destiny has been over the last sort of six months, it's been, it's been in a rough spot. And to be honest, for Mars, I think it's just super fucking positive to see so much good news going on and so much positivity going around instead of sort of a lot of the, the screeching that's sort of taken its place over, over recent months. So um, to be able to look out over Destiny and see like literal three years of content laid out there and the, the commitment to the game from Bungie is pretty insane. So, um, yeah. Do you know what I hope? I hope Bungie saw the success of a season without any marketing. I really oh, do hope yeah. that, like, 
Yep. We we didn't really have any lead up, and then they had a big announcement. I don't know what you're going to do when you don't have big stuff to announce. Like, I think Bungie does fine. You know that little that little live event piece that they recorded. Perfect. Half an hour in and out. Like, yeah, I mean, there was a lot so in that. There was a lot in that, but I even think a lot they that, could yeah. they could forgo like the week before marketing of things. Of the like, you know, like I love the bungee stuff where everyone sits on the couch and talks about the game mechanics and, you know, what activities we're going to be doing in the upcoming season. But I honestly reckon if you just move that back a week and have it a week into the season where, you know, if people haven't picked up the season, then there's a reveal stream that talks about everything that's going on in the season. But if you are playing it, then you know, they can dive into things in more detail and you probably get more out of it if people are like, well, okay, you've gone and you've experienced this. Well, you know, did you notice that this is the way this works or this is sort of the law direction we're, we're telegraphing with this? This is the story point we're trying to convey. And they can speak more openly to things that are in the game currently rather than sort of trying to telegraph them as they come up. I think I think there is a big a big learning in that for Bungie to sort of be able to go, okay, well, we can we don't need to be like, the hype train doesn't need to be fucking all gears firing for us to have a successful season. I mean, this was going to be successful anyway with the, the shit that they've announced. So Hello. that and the quality of it. So it's, man, I think there's a, there's a lot of positives going forward. I think they can absolutely knuckle down on a few different little things and have seasons launch. It'll be interesting to see. We, we didn't we didn't really get any information on the structure of um, seasons going forward, did we? Sort of like the one thing that not really that was left off the. We don't, off the radar. Even, we don't even have a roadmap for this season, do we? Like, nope. Ex- exotic mission or new. I don't really want to. I don't care about a roadmap. Yeah, the roadmap right. just sets yourself up for disappointment when you're like, oh, yeah. Now we know exactly what's going to happen. You're like, I, I like it. I like not knowing. Yeah. All right. Good. Here's one from here's one from uh, Sticky Frano. Do you think Aldrin will finally turn up and become the Hunter Vanguard? No. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Got that one a few times this week, Matty. (laughs) No, look, I I honestly think out of all the storylines, I think Aldrin is fine to be left alone. Yeah. I think maybe he could make a a sneaky cutscene Easter egg appearance. I think that would be fine. You know? Um... You know, put a sea container in a frozen area and put a crow sitting on top of it and say that's Aldrin in there having a cry that everyone hates him. But I think I I feel like it got wrapped up with that one little law tab saying everyone hates me and I'll just sit in my little sea container sobbing about it. As you can tell, there's a lot of sympathy for uh, for Aldrin from Matt. He's he just wants him to just be a happy bloke. All right. what are our thoughts on stasis and how is the traveler going to be when we start using dark powers? Do we do you think Ooh. it's gonna be like a butt hurt ex girlfriend? What where traveler did you get these powers? <laughs> what who have you been with? What who have you where have you been? Sorry. <laughs> Just telegraphing my own past. You uh, you've been uh, playing with that drifter again, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> that Eris Morn. <laughs> I told you she was a bad influence. Okay, well, to... look, let me add to that. Let me add to that. Yes. Do you think we get a social space that has a pyramid ship rather than the traveler? <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Ooh, didn't think about you what. 
Is is there gonna be a darkness version of Rahul? No, he's well, we already got the darkness version. Yeah. <laughs> the darkness he's version. already an evil piece of shit with his shit fucking drop chances. <laughs> <laughs> he's been harvesting fucking darkness for, for as long as we can remember. Darkness <laughs> in the form of disappointment. Disappointment. Uh, disappointed guardians. <laughs> all right. Plasma mortality. Who do you think will be fighting in the deep stone crypt? And how might it tie to the overall expansion narrative? Oh, easy peasy. Easy peasy. Look, Rasputin's been uh, dumped, right? Been, been benched. Shut down for the moment. Shut down by Windows 10 up. I reckon. They're fucking brutal, it, uh, aren't they? Rasputin, Clovis Bray, original creator of the Exos, uh, Exo Stranger. It's hard to define what that enemy would be because they're all humans. Like, if you think about Deepstone Crypt, like, are we going to see Exo Armies? Are we going to see Exo Frames? Are we going to see Close Bray Tech? Is it going to... They're going to have to introduce, like, what they probably normally do is... The Fallen have dug in. The yeah, Fallen yeah. have tried to uh, yeah, get the, the technology. The replication yeah. complex or whatever. The Siva. <laughs> They've taken over them. Go see- kill them. Fuck. <laughs> I, I want to uh, find the, um, the frames. The frames they give it. You know, like the exo frames and stuff that have it as security. Well, I mean, I true. That. Like they are in the game already. They're just on our side in the opening missions of yeah. Shadowkeep. Like if you go in and jump into that, I'll play through. I think it's the weekly, daily story mission thing or whatever it is. I did that. Yeah. I forgot how cool that mission was. Man, like the big open yeah, battle at the start. What if, um, what if Rassi turns against us now? What if the darkness changes it somehow? Rassi oh becomes an enemy. Uh, oh boy, that's oh like. Oh boy, that's a lot of reprogramming. Yeah, it's a lot of reprogramming. <laughs> just the uh, the darkness is actually just a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what if what if Raspin's like, okay, Guardians are working the darkness. Now. <laughs> I don't think this is the best thing for humanity. I'm going to take out Dark Guardians, and that's the raid. Oh yeah, maybe or maybe it's to free Rasputin from the hold of it. Something like that. Yeah. Or free Rasputin. Yeah, that that'd work. Um Right. I don't know. I mean, I kind of I don't get the the impression from the darkness turning up. Whenever you hear that like silky fucking voice talk to you, which is your own voice, that like you won't need these <laughs> weapons here and all that sort of stuff. We I are don't, your salvation. Yeah, I yeah. don't get the impression that the darkness, while it's super easy to go, it's it's evil. I think that like the whole story arc of destiny is going to ultimately be about balance, right? The, the, the darkness, the darkness and the light wants... together. They, they they just want to like equal each other out. It's like an equilibrium thing. So do I think that the darkness is going to control or kill Rasputin uh, the, to the point where we need to like re- reactivate him or defeat yeah, the darkness true. to to get control of him back? I don't I don't know. It doesn't seem like that's the way it's going. But I mean, I. Again, I'd, I'm not sure. Maybe it's um. Well, just so, right you know, now. Like, I think it's I think it's far more likely that we'd see the fallen or the hive take over that complex as something st- for strategic advantage that they can then use yeah. to maybe you know maybe yeah, they start. Got, you know, I think it's going to be more like along those it's lines. Got a link to Aramis, right? Surely. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe we've seen raids in the past that that you know like springboard from the story <laughs> content of a of a DLC and aren't sort of explicitly related i mean gardens like that (laughs) leviathans like that so i don't know i I think where will we see callus will callus do anything 
I think Callus is I mean, just, he's just chilling. He's just like, oh, well, the darkness didn't come. I'm just going to sit here and drink my wine and grow fat with strength. <laughs> oh, shit, I've only grown alcoholic. Yeah, this is not workout. I haven't grown fat with, with strength at all. I've just grown, grown fat. <laughs> yeah, talk about being alcoholic with a god complex. <laughs> yeah. um, um, will Rasputin else? be put into yeah. an exo frame and he could be the new Hunter Vanguard? Oh, I think it's a stretch, but I don't think it's impossible. It fell with a imagine Rasputin just talking to you in Russian every time you fucking <laughs> went to him, and everyone's going, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> Go do some bounties, you dickhead!" <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he, I think he means me to kill things. I'm, just, I'm just gonna go kill things. I'm just gonna kill a thing. What if, what if you got bounties off Rasputin and they were all in another language? Go <laughs> 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 and figure it out. Figure yourself. it out. All right, Sedgy just wrote two words: Zivu Arath. Question mark. I oh, know he's been. I saw. I saw his message there. He's been like, "What about Zifu? What about Zifu?" Uh, that's the other sister of Oryx. Yeah. Uh, did I read anything about? It? I think I read something, but I can't remember. I can't remember what happened. Uh, she, she should still be around, but she's not chilling what was like a thing? villain. What was her thing? Because war, war, war. All oh, right. Um, there's plenty of that. What's going the name? On. Was <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oryx was a navigator. A savage thing was was trickery and cunning, and uh, Zyphi was was just batshit war, pure war. Yeah. Well, there so, you go. There you go. Don't know. I don't know. Law um, master, by the way. Shut up, law hobbits. Or, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> what do you think is the thing that gives Eremus the stasis power? Do we think we're going to pick up th- pick up a thing? Do we think we the darkness goes get out? Yeah, mate, we've seen it though. Have some stasis it's, in your life. It's the it's the um it's the the, the shard. Yeah, the darkness shard. Have you seen that? Oh, okay. No, I haven't. Was that in the trailer? It's or? it's uh it's in the in the cover art for Beyond Light. It's it looks like a mini pyramid, and she's sort of got it clasped like that. So it's like a. I don't know. It's a ghost version of it. I'm not too sure. It's it's a floating triangle, and it look that looks like a I a guess a shard ghost. of darkness or whatever. You reckon we're gonna get dark ghosts? Yep. Well, they and then, all like they reckon, both follow you around, so yeah. you've got two, and they like argue. Well, with you get like, the rules, so you get you got a light ghost that channels light, and then you'll have to have a, an equivalent of a dark ghost to channel the dark. You reckon? What if they went? Right. What if they went? You had two ghosts. And then, like one was, there was like the good conscience and the bad conscience all the time. Oh. And they brought back, no. they brought like back fa- Dinklebot, like fail safe. They brought back, back, back Dinklebot to be the voice of the Dark Guardian. That's just apathetic and fucking hates everything. <laughs> what, what if, what if it's sort of like an initiation mobster thing? And if you, if you want to choose the dark subclass, it takes you to the Cosmodrome where it all started, and you. <laughs> Pull your ghost down. You're like, look away. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you have to, you have to kill your best friend to get the darkness. And the darkness is like, welcome, welcome. <laughs> It'll either fucking, be that, or that our sh- ghost gets infused with dark, and that's how it's channeled. Like the how he, the drifter, did it with his. I think it. I think um, 
Yeah, I mean, the drifter's a different kettle of fish all again. He's pulling them apart and all sorts of shit, right? All right, yeah. we're just going to shout yeah, out. Yeah. We're going to do, do a quick couple of things and then we're going to wrap up. This has been uh, a pretty exciting episode, but I think we've we've talked our course given that this is literally the second episode in four days that we've recorded. <laughs> so <laughs> we, might, we might wrap this up a little bit soon. Trickstar, thank you very much for uh, gifted subs, dude. You need to calm down. Uh, Holy shit. It's 20 total tricks. Calm yeah. down, my Calm friend. down. Calm down. Calm down. Calling the cops. You'd like uh, and... No, actually, we're not. That's a. That's probably a bit. Too uh, by the way, straight to the beer fund. This now we've got more beer funds for yep. next next packs. Whenever we there meet we up again, we're building more it beer up. Funds, building you. up a, a beer beer. The chest. war chest. The All war right. chest. Well, um, what what do you guys got planned for this week? What are you? What's the, what's the plan for you guys? What's going on? Um, I have. Uh, the Knockers video coming out on Sunday night. Tomorrow, I will have a stream with Danny playing that stupid service delivery game, which has been absolutely hilarious. Um, and then, I, oh, I, I might play Destiny at some point. That would be fucking fantastic. Yeah, if I get a bit of a grind in and I would like to do the dungeon. So that's probably uh, my list for sure. Sassy, yeah. what are you up to through the week, mate? Oh, getting outside whenever I can and, yeah, taking you guys through the dungeon whenever you guys are ready. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I appreciate the offer for tonight, but I've got the we've got fucking Nick Mick, Etsy, Keggy and oh, Senji yeah. coming over for beers for the first oh, time in forever goodness. because we can do that. We'll oh. be social distancing. So, yeah, sadly, I'm going to miss my Saturday night stream. Uh, to get the, the fire team together at IRL I'll, and, and rock on. So I'll do it for you then, bro. I'll pretend to be you. <laughs> yeah, just get drunk and be, be obnoxious and no one will even notice that I'm missing. <laughs> but um, next week, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and stream through the days again. I had a bit of fun doing that this week, sort of after the, the release dropped and everything and getting to catch up with people that I normally wouldn't. So I'll, I'll look forward to, to doing that. Fucking nice. Hey, but, streams, mate. Get on board. Get on board, mate, during the day. Get High on. energy. Get on it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's 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 weird for me because obviously, like, I do the the guitar thing, and you know, sunlight isn't very rock and roll. We can be honest with, you know? but um, it's been fun all the same. So, rock and roll. All right, awesome. Well, we might wrap up there. We'll uh, we'll we'll find someone to raid into quickly. But uh, what we really need to know from none other than Mylan Games himself is, oh fuck, where will the law find you this week? The Law on oh, no, Hompanic. <laughs> the <laughs> law will find you in a second tower with the pyramid ship as our new god. <laughs> <laughs> All hail. On the back of a majestic air flap. All hail the darkness. All hail the flappy fish ghosts. All right. Rock and roll. <laughs> Have a good week. Oh, that's we'll see better. you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.